ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Play Games, have fun. I am your host, Chris Jardine, a.k.a. Snaggle J. For those of you wondering, what is this nonsense in your feed? We have rebranded what was formerly known as the Snaggle Show into this new podcast called Play Games, Have Fun, where we are going to discuss all things video games. Um, I think the podcast has taken more of a gaming-centric turn when you look at the last six to ten episodes. Um, almost all of them are gaming-related. Um, so I think it was time to put a fresh coat of paint on the podcast and uh, switch it over to this wonderful new Play Games, Have Fun, PGHF. Uh, almost sounds like a weekly set of cartoons. Um, and yeah, so we're going to talk about games. Uh, this particular episode, I'm going to talk about what I've been playing lately. There are three games I have been cycling through as of late, uh, that I am very, uh, excited to talk about. They are all very good in their own way. Uh, we're going to keep that sort of trend going. So I think once a month, I'll probably do an episode of what I've been playing. Uh, we're going to do reviews. We're going to cover news. Uh, we're also going to take a look. The Mount Rushmore series will be making a comeback as well. That's where I take a particular topic and uh, look at the best four of those. If we were to make up a proverbial Mount Rushmore, if you are not an American or not up on your American history, you can Google what Mount Rushmore is. Uh, we have a lot of those coming up, but what am I playing? Today is February 10th, 2021, and there are three games right now that have captured my attention in very, very different ways. And let's talk about them. First up is Hitman 3. Hitman 3 came out uh, on the Xbox, PlayStation, PC, uh, and on the Nintendo Switch as well. Um on uh, January 20th, if I remember correctly. Uh, and it has been... So the one thing I've been very not shy about is I've been severely expanding the horizons of games I am playing over the last couple of years. I've kind of gotten away from the all sports, only sports sort of uh, life that I lived for, you know, 15 years. And I, I've moved into more of a variety sphere. And what that allows me to do is it allows me to play games that I would not have had the opportunity to play otherwise just because I wasn't playing those games. I mean, I was very cyclical sports. Like, I played NHL when it came out, and I played NHL uh, and, you know, whatever football game I was playing at the time, whether it be Madden or NCAA, uh, at the same time. And usually I'd run a little later with NHL, and that would get me to baseball season, and then baseball season would get me right back to football hockey season. And that was kind of how I played video games. And um, now that I've expanded that, I'm getting into these sort of series that I've never played. The only Hitman I've ever played is the Hitman Sniper mobile game, which I thought was great, by the way. So I get into Hitman 3. I was very excited for it. I know uh, a close personal friend, that sports gamer, uh, a.k.a. TJ Lowerman, is a huge Hitman fan. And, you know, he's always told me, listen, you should play it. It's a lot of fun. And Hitman 3 absolutely delivers. The key to the Hitman games, listen, the Hitman games, the story was cool. 
But that's not why people are picking up. I mean, the campaign probably took me seven hours, eight hours total to beat. But it's the the replayability of the six levels. Because you can play them infinite amount of times with different conditions and different, um, you know, objectives. I mean, 100%ing this game is extremely difficult. I've gone back and played some of these levels 30 times, and I might have 50% of the things you can do in the levels done. It forces you to be creative. It forces you to play a slow game. I mean, you're not going to be getting in here guns blazing um, and, you know, tr like be successful. And that's not what Hitman's about. It's about being methodical. It's about watching the the patterns and the mannerisms and the pathing of the AI characters to determine the best way to execute your targets you know, in certain parameters. And when you're playing through, like, the story, it's basically just kill them. Kill them, get out of the level, that's it. But when you go back in and you play them again, it might be kill them in a certain way. Uh, electrocute them, you know, use the exploding golf ball, throw them over a balcony, do it without getting detected, do it while dressed as this guy. Like, the possibilities and combinations of, of how to continue to replay these levels is awesome, and it's what is really core to the Hitman experience. It is a grinder's paradise. You know, it has the ability to, to, if you want to pay to unlock, or if you have access to uh, Hitman 1 and 2 as well, to bring all of those levels over with all new challenges and stuff. Again, it's just, if you are a methodical player who loves the constant challenge of an ever-evolving list of stuff to do, Hitman is an absolutely phenomenal game that you should play. In the early days, it was plagued by some uh, server issues. Uh, again, that was kind of a downer for me uh, because the, the progression system is linked uh, online. You do have to be online at all times while playing the game uh, because it uploads your progression and syncs your progression online. Uh, but that seems to have been ironed out, uh, you know, a few days after launch. You still do get the occasional pop-ups saying that you've been disconnected from the server. But typically, it's, you know, two or three seconds and, and you're back on the server again. Um, but, you know, again, the, the graphics are great. The game looks fantastic. The mechanics are good. The controls are good. Um, you know, it, it's just, there's very little, I could say bad about this game other than the fact that the hitman games you know are geared towards a certain type of player again if you're a battle royale player who loves fast-paced guns blazing action hitman 3 is probably not the game for you um you know if you're looking for again a, a thought out uh methodical you know sometimes brain teasing experience with practically ultimate replayability hitman 3 is a, is a fantastic experience it looks great uh, i played it on the series s it looks fantastic um it looks good it plays good it's fun yeah hitman 3 definitely uh gets two thumbs up for me another game that i've been playing as of late 
that get that is getting two thumbs up and and I wish I had time to play it more uh is Control. Control came out on the PC Game Pass. I waited for it on the PC Game Pass. Some people kept telling me, "Well, it's on the Xbox Game Pass." I wanted to play it on PC. Don't ask me why, but I, I I'm trying to play more of these games on PC. I have a high-end PC. I'm trying to enjoy these games on PC to get the full experience. Control for me is one of those games. And again, now uh, to, to name drop again, Rich is going to love that I'm playing this game because he swears that it's one of the best games ever made. And while it's a little early for me to start putting control on Mount Rushmore's of anything, control is, a, is an extremely impressive game that I am absolutely loving. The the biggest standout for me with Control, like when you make a, you know, RPG type of game that's, you know, sort of open world. I mean, Control is kind of linear to a certain extent, but the, you know, the, the biggest thing with these that draws you in more, because uh, again, Control has an amazing story. Uh, it controls really well. It plays, <laughs> no pun intended. It plays really well. Uh, it looks amazing on PC. I'm sure it looks just as good on the, you know, the Series X, PS5. Um, but what takes this game to the next level is the acting. The characters in this game are perfect character models. The voice acting is phenomenal. That to me is what keeps a good RPG from being a great RPG is the acting and the models. Basically, you know, when when you can look at a character and sort of relate to them and you know they're they're well acted and the the pixels look good it, it's easier to connect with that character and then as you connect with the character throughout the game much like you do in a in a TV show or a web series you become invested in the characters and investment in the characters is an experience driving tool because now you want to see well what's going to happen to that character what's going to happen to this character you start getting ideas in your head of what may happen you start thinking about certain paths that you want to take if there are decisions to make you start relating to the character in terms of what um, decision do you think they would make based on your connection with them control to me does so many things well and it's easy to see how control showed up on a lot of game of the year nomination lists um, for people out there because it is again much like hitman 3 there's very little you can say bad about control now again i'm going to reserve like my full judgment of it because i haven't finished it yet i've only got probably six seven hours into it but i've loved every minute of it and again it's just that that amazing voice acting with really nice looking character models. 
Um, you know, when I met up with the the assistant, and I, her name eludes me at the moment, but one of the first humans you meet, and and she's kind of telling you like where you can find this and where you can find that. You know, it's acted so well. You know, like deep down, like maybe she's not being a hundred percent truthful. Maybe she's not going to be a hundred percent on your side. Like for a video game, the facial mannerisms are great. The voice acting matches with that. Like it's, there's so like, you cannot, you cannot substitute that in any other way. Like when you have a game that has, you know, poor gunfighting mechanics, you can make up for that with great special abilities. You know, there are ways you can hide faults in RPGs, you know, to, by covering them up with having strong other things, you cannot, cannot, cannot substitute poor voice acting for anything else. You just can't. It doesn't work. Um, so I definitely, and again, if you have, if you have Game Pass, um, if you have Game Pass, there is no reason you should not download Control and give it a try, whether it be on your Xbox. Uh, Xbox One, Xbox Series S or X, or PC. Definitely download it. Give it a try. Third game I've been playing, uh, and a game that is taking the gaming landscape by storm, and that is Valheim. If you have not heard of Valheim by now, uh, it is likely that you either live under a rock, or you've done a great job isolating yourself from hot things in gaming. Valheim is a brand new early access game on Steam. It is one part Minecraft, one part Viking simulator, uh, one part almost like uh, Ark or Rust. Um, so it's kind of funny because I had been looking for a sort of mindless um, game to play with, with building and crafting and stuff. And, um, I had kind of got back into Stardew Valley a little bit with the 1.5 update, but Stardew Valley for me is more of a switch game. It's a game I play on the switch. Unfortunately, the 1.5 update is not out on switch yet. Hopefully it's going to be out soon. Um, so I can get back to that. Although with Bowser's Fury, uh, Super Mario 3d world coming up on Friday, I'll have lots to play on the switch, but that's not why we're here. Valheim released on early access uh, last week, early last week. Um, it was announced in December or January, and I immediately thought the concept was cool. You're essentially this Viking who, you know, you're kind of in this sort of, not purgatory, but you're like in this in-between world. You're not quite in Valhalla. Um, and essentially you're dropped on this procedurally generated, you know, world, much like Minecraft with, with biomes and clearly defined areas. And you have to scavenge and build. And as you build, you unlock more stuff to build. And it has really taken a lot of people, um, attention. Lots of people are playing it on Twitch. Uh, it's getting lots of great, uh, uh, social media attention. And again, it's brand new on early access. Uh, the, one of the cool things I really liked that they did, uh, was when the game released on early access, they also posted a roadmap of kind of where they see, 
you know, the next evolutions of the game. And there was four or five really good items on there. And then like some more like wish list, um, wish list stuff that, uh, you know, that, that, that they hope to get in at some point. And that's good to see. I mean, you love to see a developer on an early access game. I think sometimes, you know, early access is kind of abused on uh, on Steam to a certain extent. Like, games will release in early access, and they'll stay on there for years uh, while, you know, the developers make updates. And then it's kind of like, oh, that doesn't work. Well, it's early access. Um, but, like, this is a true early access game. Like, there is so much potential in Valheim. Uh, the systems work really good. Um, you know, I, I do enjoy the crafting system. I think like all other early access games, there's some janky things going on. Uh, you know, like when you're trying to build stuff, the building detection definitely needs work. Uh, the character models are extremely unpolished. Uh, but again, when you're looking at a small dev team, um, you know, uh, like again, th those things are excusable. You know, you, when you're playing uh, what is essentially an indie game, you know, you, you can excuse that stuff when the game plays really good. And for me, Valheim is just a lot of fun. It's fun to go in and, and, you know, like my biggest thing is that, you know, I'll play it like on my lunch or for an hour after work and maybe a little bit in the evening. Like this is really busy time for me with OOTP stuff right now. So my gaming time has been kind of reduced as of late, but it's one of those games where like I have a plan. Like, okay, today at lunchtime, I'm going to go on a, uh, on a, you know, on a hunt. I need to build up my flint resources. I need to find more foods, which means I need to kill some animals because I want to upgrade my workbench to this so that I can do this. And it's really, again, it's just, it, it's, it's one of those games where you sit down to play it. And the next thing you know, three hours has gone by and like all you've done is, is like build an area for your beehives and like flatten the ground around the back of your campsite. Uh, and then you've gone out and found like a hundred flint because you just grinded the water's edge the whole time. <laughs> like it's one of those games, much like I think a lot of people thought Minecraft was like in the original instance, right? You, you can just go in and you can grind away at different things. Yes, there's a story. Um, yes, there are bosses that you can track down and that you can defeat, but you can also just kind of go in there and, and work on your camp and collect food and clear out a dungeon or two and upgrade your workbench so that you can build more stuff. Um, it is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I will say, knock on wood, it's been extremely stable, which is nice. Um, I don't think I've had a single crash playing it. Um, so that is a very nice thing to see. Um, they've been very quick and open with the updates as well. I mean, when you open the game, the, the change log is right there on the main screen on the right side of some things that they've updated uh, in the first week or so since it's been out, which is great to see. Uh, I do like, again, I do like the fact that they have a roadmap of things that they want to add. Uh, and in the order in which they plan on adding them. Uh, again, if you're looking for like a chill, you know, building sort of experience and a game that I definitely 150% think is going to get better over time, you can check out Valheim on Steam. I definitely suggest that you do. So yeah, that's what I've been playing here in early February 2021. Hitman 3. 
Control and Valheim. I've been enjoying them. I've been uh, having lots of fun with them so far. Uh, what have you guys been playing as of late? Make sure you guys hit me up on the Twitter machine at SnaggleJ, or you could jump in the Discord at discord.snaggle.club. Let's chat about it. What have you been playing? What are you excited about playing? I'm very excited for Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, uh, which comes out on Friday. I am also excited for, uh, right now, I'm very excited for the Mass Effect um, remakes. I know that we're still several months away from that, but I'm very excited about it. But let me know, guys. Hit me up on the social media and let me know. Thank you guys so much, as always, for listening to the podcast, this first rebranded episode here on Play Games Have Fun. I appreciate you listening on your podcast app of choice on Android or iOS or listening at anchor.fm slash playgameshavefun. Uh, as always, I have been Chris Jardine, a.k.a. Snaggle J, and until next time, peace.